Welcome to Short View. Short View is a new video format we have here at the LSE uh, talking about issues of corporate governance. I have with me here Hans Hilt, Director at Hermes Investment Management and also Fellow of Corporate Governance at LSE. You're just back from Germany having a big show at the Deutsche Bank AGM. What were your main points there? Last week we attended the shareholder meeting of Deutsche Bank and, and gave a speech and that's something we we do very rarely um, on, on behalf of our clients and 40 big pension funds from all around the world. But we had very significant concerns and I think they're threefold. One, we had um, concerns about the performance, um, the performance against the target set um, in the 2012 strategy. That was the first concern which was reflected in a poor share price uh, performance over the last three years. We have concerns about progress um, on culture change and um, dealing with litigation and investigation. And, and lastly, we had uh, very significant concerns about the, um, the LIBOR settlement of Deutsche Bank that paid 2.5 billion US dollars in, in April. And we think ultimately that's the responsibility of the management board. Mm. So do you think this is a particular problem of banking in general or, you know, because you know, we were talking about banks and bank governance since the financial crisis. Or is there something particular about Deutsche? Or is there something particular about the German shareholder rights model? I think there are a couple, couple of points mainly on, on, on this point. I mean, mm. there, there are problems in, in the sector, but there are also Deutsche Bank specific um, questions. So we, we, I think it's fair to say that banks are different stages of a journey um, towards adopting a new business model and, and having a different culture and really creating long-term value for, mm -hmm. for shareholders. And Deutsche Bank probably hasn't made uh, as much progress as some of the other banks we, we are looking at across, across Europe. Um, I think you're also right in saying in Germany shareholders have specific rights at a shareholder meeting. There's a so-called vote on the discharge, which basically means shareholders can express once a year um, their opinion about uh, management and very for formally say um, we approve of what you have done or we, we disapprove and we have a lack of confidence and, mm. and that's really what what happened and uh, Thursday last week at 40% of the shareholders um, said almost 40% said we have lost confidence in the management board and that's a very strong uh, message to mm. the supervisory board who appoints the management board. Well to me sounds 40% almost sounds they have lost the trust of the investors because many people just vote with the management anyway. So it takes always a bit more to stand up and vote against it. So do we have to change maybe the management? Do we have to change people on the supervisory board? Do we have to change both parties? Yeah, in Germany it's very, um, it's a little bit different. You have the supervisory board, the non-executive directors elected by shareholders and you have the management board. Mm. Um, was appointed by the supervisory board and what shareholders um, said and what shareholders focused on is really um, the lack of confidence in the management board. Um, so Dr. Achleitner, who's the chairman of the supervisory board, has now a very clear mandate from, from shareholders um, to, to arrange uh, changes, to prepare changes um, possibly, but it's, it's really the task of the supervisory board mm. to take action from, from, from here. Maybe shouldn't have Dr. Achleitner acted much earlier. Has he failed? Dr. Achleitner was elected by shareholders in, in 2012, so he's now three years into the job. Um, he, he didn't have a choice at the same time. The, the co-CEOs 
Anshu Jain and, and Jürgen Fitchen were appointed. So I think you're, you're right in, in saying it's, it's also getting closer to Dr. Achlan and he has, um, he has responsibility now for, for some very important decisions that have been taken around strategy and of course he's ultimately responsible for the performance of the management board. But I think it's too early to, um, to, question, um, to question his role. He has done, from, from all we can tell, he has done a decent job and has put in a lot of work in, uh, in improving the work of the supervisory board. But maybe I want to challenge you on that, because if we read the strategy document of Deutsche Bank, there wasn't very much detail in it. You wonder really if they could decide what kind of strategy they wanted to have, if they wanted to have the old banking model or if they want to be an investment bank. So how can you come with a, with a paper like that to an annual general meeting? We, I mean, we would agree that it probably has taken too long to present this new strategy and there has mm. been a, a discussion over, over the last, uh, last half a year and, and things were leaked um, to, to the press. So I think the process was, was rather long and, and probably the management board didn't start as early as we would have expected when it became clear that the old strategy wasn't really a model that was working, creating value for, um, for, for shareholders. It's also disappointing, as, as you rightly say, that when it was, um, when it was revealed the new strategy in, in late April, but there were very few details on, there were some major announcement, um, for example, to deconsolidate Postbank, but the details were not really provided and they mm. have said, uh, give us another 90 days um, to work out the details and, and then they will communicate details. So, so I would, would probably say it's too early to pass judgment on the strategy without really knowing um, not insignificant uh, details around the, the strategy announcement. Do you think that points to a bigger problem of governance in, in a German system or is it just something particular about um, Deutsche Bank? I think it's, it's about um, banks. Um, it's, it's not about the German system. Mm. The, the German system during the financial crisis, German companies have performed quite, quite well compared to um, Anglo-Saxon peers. The, the two-tier system with employee representatives on, on the supervisory board has, um, has shown its, its advantages. So I don't, don't think it's a problem of, of the German system where actually shareholders have quite significant rights and, and opportunities to to influence what, what's going on. So I, I think it's really about the, the banking sector mm. and Deutsche Bank trying to find a business model and, and finding a, a new culture that will ensure that they create value for, for all stakeholders, including shareholders. Culture is an interesting keyword. You know, it always is on the other side of the spectrum of corporate governance. And corporate governance is about rules, about rights, about enforcement mechanisms. Culture is very soft. Do you really think you can change a culture in a bank? I think it's, the question is more, it's not about can you, but it's about how, how long it will, mm. will take. And I, I think that's, that's really interesting and, and it's a fair, fair question. I think Deutsche Bank was, was rather optimistic in 2012 and saying we, we have a culture change program now and, and sort of raising expectations. They have now said, look, this is a, a continuous progress and it will take a lot of time. But what they've also um, conceded in their annual report and uh, they've done a survey amongst their employees and they said yes, the, the employees understand now 
better our values, but the employees also said that ch change really hasn't um, sort of affected or manifested itself in a change in, in behaviors. And they have said at the AGM that something they will focus on really um, are behaviors changing and then also to, to demonstrate um, to other stakeholders how, how things are changing within the bank. Because if you really think about it, there's a contradiction. Banking is very much about numbers, bringing in numbers, being kind of tough. And culture is then something very soft. So if you have a, a competition between the two targets, obviously the hard numbers will always win. So don't you think this is just kind of marketing to, to appease the public, that things get better? That's a, I think that's a very, very good point. And, and I, I think we need to accept this. This challenge, but what the global financial crisis partly has said, and business practices in banks is exactly that you cannot, uh, that you need a sound corporate culture in order to create long-term value. I mean, Deutsche Bank. One of the things they are struggling with is the, the thousands of cases of litigation and investigations. The the LIBOR case settlement, 2.5 billion U.S. dollars, and I think this is just just demonstrating that if you don't have a sound corporate culture, you, you will not be successful in the long term. So I, I, I would disagree and I, I think the two really go, go very closely together and are not, not mutually, uh, mutually exclusive. Thank you very much, Hans. Thank you.